Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. Hello, welcome to the Bow Hunter Planet podcast. This is me, Dave Thomas, Jay. Dumas and Chris McGee and I think Jamie Nopen if he decides to sit in on this yeah, one. Think about it. And today we are talking about um, we're going to talk about minerals and food plots and uh, baiting. I think those are three good conversation pieces that we can all agree on. They have different feels for them. So let's start with baiting, the one that's most hot topic. Jay, thoughts on baiting? Go. Baiting, if it's allowed, it can be beneficial, but uh, I'm more of a natural runway type of person. You know, minerals work good if you can set up a mineral spot, but as far as dropping bait, you just don't get the quality bucks that way, in my opinion. Um, Chris, go. Baiting. Mineral spot for sure. Get close to the mic, I can't hear you. Mineral spot for sure. Still can't hear you. Let's keep that going here. Keep going. Mineral spot for sure. Jamie? I throw everything I can possibly throw out there. <laughs> Corn. Donuts. <laughs> Donuts. Yeah, that's sugar beets. Corn. Yeah. Should we say that on the recorded line? Yeah. <coughs> Can you bait with donuts? No, he's just saying that We're for the bear. Yeah. The bear. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. In the bear hunting, you just take garbage and throw it out there. We even had a Craig cake up out there. <laughs> peanut butter. Peanut butter is the secret weapon. Jar of PB and J. I try everything, but you know I've never had a big buck come eat corn or something in front of me. No. You just got to be in the right place. There was a straight up cake up out there. Literally. I'm not kidding I you guys. I think big bucks are smart to it too, well, though. Yeah. The thing Absolutely. About, well, I guess if you're talking about... Unless okay, it's like February. Let's reverse this, guys. We're talking about deer hunting baiting. So, here's my thoughts. I hunted state land for a very long time, and in that time frame, I walked about 1.5 miles to bring bait out, and it was horrible, horrendous, the most abusive feeling in the world, 
And, uh, you know, Ron and Brian did it for me sometimes. They're still mad at me to this day for throwing a 50-pound bag of bait off for me because it was so far. It was just such a far. We tried everything. We created a bike thing. This is before carts and all that. We created, like, a little uh, bike thing that we would pull, uh, a little sled or whatever you want to call it. I think fell apart on the middle of us. Then we, At the time, we, then we got into the original carts that came out. Those things fell apart in the middle of the woods. The wheels fall off. All this junk falls off. And then it became a hassle. So... Getting over logs, getting over uh, big, uh, what do you call those, like divins or whatever you call it in the ground where it's like huge scoops, you know, where you kind of like, you know, the tires are going yeah. like this. It was such a challenge. And then when I realized that, and then the first time I hunted with Sean Meisner on his 110 acres of soybean field, I was blown away. I'm like, really? I just walked out here. It took me five minutes to get to my stand from his house, sat there in a corner of a soybean field and saw 65 deer. Absolutely, that's a bait pile right there. Well, I couldn't even I couldn't even get one deer to come into a bait pile in the middle of the forest on state land. I think you get more satisfaction too out of you know putting your own food plots in, watching them grow, and shooting I think your deer. Off legally, them. you're not allowed to put a food plot in on state land. Not state land, correct. I don't think. Correct. Yeah, yeah. That's why. But, I so you have private, you have state, and then you know. But definitely for prior or for state land, bait all you can, I guess. Or hit the runways. Yeah, I guess that's the thing, right? You have to acorn find acorn trees. Acorn trees. Yeah, I mean, they are the number one for bucks that you know before the rut hits and things like that. Um, you're going to find your bucks. They'll hit those acorn, those those oaks. They'll hit them all day long. So, and like like James said, you know, um, it just depends. You got to be at the right place at the right time. That's the name of the game. You're never going to find that big 150 inch deer walk into a pile of corn it's just it just doesn't happen you texas, know? texas exactly <laughs> you know in our Not world that doesn't happen no. so you have to put your your time in you have to do your homework and you have to uh, be patient that's the only way to do it uh, you know i couldn't agree more just trying to figure out how to um get that bait going chris is right though the minerals seem to work the best here in michigan anyway um a lot of the stuff that the deer use to um, antler grow, things like that, the, the nutrients that they're looking for just aren't available in most spots in Michigan uh, just because of the, the way we're set up. So if you could introduce that to those um, herds, they, they really do benefit from it, and it makes your herd better, stronger, and it makes your hunting that, all that much better. Especially with the fawns right now. Absolutely. Yeah, that's huge for you know the mothers to get some of that nutritious value out of it and you know help out the little ones. You guys are talking. No, I've never done a food plot right. Am I? They're very hard. Yeah, it's I mean, just like, you you know, right it's like pH balance. You know, you really got to right know size, what you're doing. What's the right time? But yeah. honestly, that that brings up a good point though, because if you talk to, you know, if you live in a rural area, you talk to some of your farmers, you know, use that to your own benefit. They yeah. they have a lot of knowledge there that you know, even for a small plot, they could yeah. really help you out with all of that stuff and do a lot of the homework that you would try to do yourself you so know where and, i've hunted most of my life it's it's all farms anyway right. there's soybeans and corn all over the place so, so food my little food plot not going to help me what i what we needed to do is go back in the wood and have and get a sanctuary you know we had kind of a sanctuary but they they all always went to the neighbors went in the pines so what we needed to do was maybe do some hinge cutting or something right something mm-hmm. to make an area for them to stay and not come plant out. some tall grass a couple years back at 25 mile we did a uh, huge food plot with uh, dave chevalier and uh um, Ron was obviously there, but he, we put in this huge stretch. It went all the way back, and then we went back by the Dr. Seuss and put a huge uh, area in their food plot. And when you saw it, 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 it when the year came up, 
I never seen anything like it in my life. I mean, it was just vegetation of food. It was like a smorgasbord of, of lettuce, and it was like a salad. You all, know? Yeah, all different just kinds boom, of stuff. boom, and then there's huge turnips and everything. I think that was the year he shot that. Um, that was the late season one. Yeah, he shot that nice buck, and he missed the bigger buck. He hit yeah. it low or something, that yeah. big, big one he saw. Yeah, that, that was, was the that uh, Redemption, wasn't it? Was that no. Redemption? Well. I can't remember, but it was yes, late season, right. no, and yeah. he, he was at Wits End. He and missed he got the that, one, yeah. and then shot the one. And they, they came, the does came in first, and they came in after. Yeah, but yeah, that food, food plot plots. paid off there for sure. Yeah, that was a lot easier. But Ron still baited. That's the funny part. Yeah. He, he still knew that he had to draw him into one centralized area. Um, and to yeah, get because the show. food plot is just so big. You know, there's just so much room. There's not a lot of trees to hunt. I that think area. too, though, like if you're if you're hunting farmers' fields and whatnot, throw something that the deer haven't seen. So if there's soybeans and yeah. corn, throw apples. You know, something yeah. different, nutritional value. They smell something. good. Yeah, maybe to exactly. pull them off that plot. Mm-hmm. I've been using. Um, that's a great idea. And, and what I've been doing it because it's light and small and efficient <clears throat> is using. Um, the uh what's it called wild game innovations uh like crush mm-hmm. uh stuff yeah. i can't remember the name of it it's like uh the powder like acorn rage or yeah it's like a rage yeah the acorn rage types up with the mm-hmm. apple one how does that work I, i've oh, never it's tried a it. bag like this big like tiny literally uh less than five ten pounds. by yeah. four and it's got a little baggy but throw it in a so backpack when we were in ohio that's all they used really we get in the spot me and ryan would go to spot and then he would come out when he set us out he'd dump a bag of that out in front of us and the deer would come in and mow it. You know, wow. maybe not the big box I was waiting for, but the deer would hit it. And it smelled like, I could smell the apples from the tree stands. No how, kidding. How, you know, and a deer can smell like, it's like better than a dog. I mean, right. their nose is like unreal. So they can smell it. And they Even come the, right the new Tink's Boost stuff that came out. Yeah. It's a great idea. Jam, throw it on a log, put it in a. Yep. a they also got that butter they were talking about mm-hmm. earlier on the podcast. We had Chip on from there, and he was talking about some butter they they launched. I'm curious now yeah. if that works. I, I will of- say this about those type of attractions: so you have to be careful, especially if you're in bear country, because sometimes they will attract bears. You know, like we yeah. used the apple. I forget it was Mont, uh, Buck Jam. Buck yep. Jam is what it was. We tried that one time up <laughs> up where we hunt, and you know, like you said, you could smell from the stand. Everything yeah. was good, but we got a few bears that started. You know, piqued their interest, and they were in there. And once you get bears in there, you might as well forget it. So you just have to be careful. You have to know where you're hunting. There you go, deer coming to bear and bear in the Not that I think a bear would really do much to a deer, to be honest. They just they they try not to cross paths. So that's that's all. I can see a bear can eat a deer, no 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 problem. But the problem is that catching a deer is not the easiest thing with the way they jump. Right. Yeah, the bear's fast though. Don't get Mm -hmm. me wrong. I never seen someone more scared in my life than I saw No Boom when he saw that bear come out. <laughs> I wasn't scared. I was excited to shoot it. I ain't scared. But I know somebody that was super scared of the little baby bear that came in, though. Yeah, I'm not going to name any names. Chris McGee. <laughs> when Chris, here's a good story. When Chris went uh, hunting to uh, Canada the first time with his dad, he. Uh, he shot the first bear. Walked in on purpose to get the heck out of the woods. He Just says go fishing. he says it's for fishing, but really, it could have been a fear-based. I thing. think someone shot theirs quicker <laughs> and then ran back to the car and hit. Okay, fine. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I was very, very scared, but you know, I shouldn't have been. Uh, I realized after watching a lot of Bob and Kevin's footage over the years that uh, a lot bigger bears stare him down and walk away. In fact. After that happened, I saw Chris Bracken on a show, and he was spraying a bear in the face with his, like, dead down wind or something, whatever he was using, like, as it walked by, he goes, get out of here, you little guy, and it, like, ran away. It was the weirdest thing. I thought for sure that was a bad idea, but really, no, it wasn't a bad idea, you know, whatever. Black bears aren't usually that, you know, crazy. 
or aggressive. They're going to try to avoid you just as much as you try to avoid them. For the most part. Well, here's the thing that happened. Until they get you. Here's the thing that happened, guys. So I would normally agree with everybody here, and normally, in reality, yes, I think for the most part, everything you see is looks that way. Now, here's what happened, though. So the first day we were there, we get there, okay? Pull into Bear Country. Bob and Kevin are like, oh, we got to go bait, guys. Let's go. So we jump in my UTV, and we, we're driving. There's, there's Now, at this point, I look at the back of the UTV. It's just full of all this caramel crap all over my UTV. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like, what are you guys doing here? I mean, it was, like, all over it, like, nasty. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, it's all sticky, like, marshmallows. So anyway, whatever. Long story short, I'm like, whatever, Dave. You know, it is what it is. Deal with it, right? So we, we, we go start baiting. First thing that happens is there's a bear on one of the bait piles. It's scared up a tree. starts snapping its jaws or whatever. It's somebody. Was it you, Bob? Or? Yeah. Okay. So that's the first thing that happens. Then we do all this baiting, whatever. No big deal. We get back to the camp. 30 miles deep. You know, we, we get back to the camp. We're all having some beers, relaxing and having dinner. Kevin's cooking up some magic. It's just amazing, right? And the next thing you know, we're going to bed, and then uh, also I hear yelling. I'm like, what is that yelling, you know? So we go outside, and there's Dave Chevalier, and he's like, there's a bear in your UTV who's licking all the marshmallows, and it jumped down. So he has it all on video. He posts it online. So we check out the video, and, the, and basically it, it jumped in the back of the UTV. He was licking my, uh, the, uh, in, in like the, the tailgate area of the UTV, licking all the stuff off it. it. It jumped off. Dave scared it, ran back to the edge of the woods, and Dave charged it. Bad idea. Turns about face and starts coming at him like this. Oh boy! Yeah, and this is see this happened before I went on my first hunt, so this all contributed <laughs> to the sphere base. And so then Dave's like, "Oh, you're going to challenge me! Oh, you're coming at me! Oh my god!" So then Dave's backing off. And he was bear. out there in his underwear. Yeah, in his undies. <laughs> And so the bear runs off and knocks over a tent or something, some dude in a tent. And then, uh, and then it came back again. And I hear yelling again after it ran away. As I look out the window and I see this black mass going through the grass. Like I can see like you know the color leaving some of the parts of the of, of outside the, the camper. I'm just happy we were in a hard shell camper. That's for sure, because it was it was definitely um, you know legit scary but and then i went and hunted so then i had this fear in my mind like oh my god this thing challenged dave and dave comes over all the time but when you ask dave and you say hey dave you ever had any issues with bears he'll be like no and I, right. he's been doing it for years right. and same with bob and kevin i don't think they've ever had a bear even come up their tree or go near it but of course on my tree on my hunt the bear came up and put its paw on my tree and looked at me right <laughs> no everyone else has no no problems with bears coming to them but i smell <laughs> so sweet right, sugar right. that came up to snickers me snickers bar in your pocket you know? exactly it's like messing with sasquatch they yeah. never try to mess with yeah. me <laughs> all right anyway so hey uh thanks for joining us on this podcast we're glad you guys hope you guys learned something on this podcast or had some fun or just wasted your time dri- while you're driving here because it's probably pretty much a waste this one <laughs> we'll see you next time peace thanks so much for listening to the bow hunter planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host team bhp check us out on facebook at bowhunter planet we'll catch you next time
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.